0: Hello, mamacitas. Welcome back to another episode of Get It Tells All. It is finally May. We're one step closer to summer and I don't know about you, but I am so ready for summer. I feel like we got cheated out of our summer last year because, you know, we were all locked up and this year just seems way more hopeful. Um, you know, with the vaccine out and um restrictions getting lifted and I don't know. I'm I'm super excited. Um, And then I have a Miami trip planned for June. And I just can't wait to get to the beach. I can't wait to wear a bathing suit and just lay out and relax. Okay, so if you follow me on Instagram, then you know all about The Note. And I promised you a bonus episode talking about it. And that episode is coming. It'll be out later this week. It'll just be a bonus episode on top of today's regularly scheduled episode it just means that this week you will get two TTA episodes. So that's pretty cool. Be on the lookout for that. But obviously, of course, I'm still going to announce it so you guys know when it is up. Okay, this week's review shout out goes to Corvette210, and she says. Each week, I eagerly await the Tuesday podcast, tuning into a select, perseverant, and powerful woman open up about their journey. These women are transparent about the most vulnerable of topics. If you are on a wellness journey, facing adversity such as divorce, teen parenting, balancing work, health, home, mental health battles, or want to have some fun with the lighter, fun parts of the podcast, this is definitely for you. That it makes you feel like one of the girls. Thank you so much for that review. I, I just love reading you guys reviews. And I think my favorite part about it is that you you get it you get what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to have this platform where I have motivating women, women like you women like me who are moms who have jobs who maybe are stay at home moms, um, women going through all of these obstacles and how no matter how low we get or how tough it may seem we figure that shit out because women are so strong and you are too and today's guest is no exception um i can't wait for you guys to hear a little bit more about her um but yeah corvette 210 i wish i knew your real name um thank you for taking the time to leave that review I'm glad that you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, You guys remember that if you want to leave a review, you have to do that through Apple Podcasts. Unfortunately, I don't think any of the other streaming platforms let you actually write out a review except for Apple. But um, if you do do that, you know, I would appreciate it so much. Um, Right now we have a five-star rating. Um, Based out of 35 ratings, my goal is to get to 100 ratings. I just, I mean, I don't get anything. It's not like I'm going to get magically, you know, put on the top 10 podcast page or I'm not going to, like, get paid or anything. Um, I just, like, it's it's a personal goal of mine, you know, to just get it to 100 ratings. So if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, or if you are able to access it through Apple podcast, um it just it would mean so much to me if you could do that. I've also gotten some requests for merch, which that's super cool that you guys want to wear merch from my podcast like honestly I, that thought didn't even cross my mind. I was so excited about starting the podcast and getting people on my podcast and sharing it with you guys that. I never even thought about making merch until you guys started asking me to. So I think we're going to start off with stickers and maybe t-shirts just to start off. Um, But I'm not really quite sure what I want it to look like or what I want it to say. This is for you guys. So if you have any ideas or if you want to give me any input, then please go to the uh, That It Tells All Instagram page and send me a DM on there just telling me, I don't know, give me some ideas what what you would like to see as far as merch. All right, so today's guest, like I told you, another example of a strong and powerful woman who is determined to rise above and meet her goals. Um, I don't really think she needs an introduction, so let's get into it Today on the podcast, I have wife, super mom to adorable boys, a fellow Buff Bunny, and overall a major inspo, Felicia Keithley. Woo! Welcome to the show, Felicia. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm so excited. And thank you for being so flexible with me, guys. We've had to reschedule this podcast interview a couple of times. And so I'm mostly just... my fault. So it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. it was probably my fault too. But I'm glad that we finally found the time to get together. Um, you were one of my most requested interviews, because whenever yeah. I asked, yeah, so when I initially asked, like, who would you like to hear about on my podcast? I think because we have probably a, a nice chunk of followers in common. And right. so, um, you were one of the most requested interviews. I guess they want to know a more about you. So, I mean, cool. I already was going to have you on the podcast anyway, but I just kind of wanted to let you guys, let you know that, you know, people are, are asking for you and they, they care about you a lot. And so, yeah. yeah <laughs> So, um, Felicia, I've done all the talking. I'm gonna let you talk now. Why don't you give us a little bit of your background, like who you are, maybe like how you started your your journey, and yeah, let's get to know you.
1: Yeah, so I started my weight loss journey about four years ago. Now, um, I had just graduated high school, and throughout the course of high school is when I gained most of my weight. I What went through a sexual assault when I was my freshman year of high school and that just started everything. So um, I started binge eating, gaining a ton of weight. Eventually I saw a therapist and you know that I was able to work through a lot of that, but at that point I had already gained over a hundred pounds. Yeah. So at that point it was just about losing it and getting my mind right and figuring out what was going to work for me. I had tried so, so, so many things to lose weight and nothing worked. I would just always quit. Mm -hmm. And so my husband joined the Marine Corps and we moved out to California where I got pregnant with my first son. Um, And then when he was one, that's when I decided I wanted to start my weight loss journey. So I actually was wanting to get weight loss surgery and, um, for my insurance to approve me for weight loss surgery, I needed to have like proof of a failed weight loss program. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to my mom and she's like, well, why don't you try weight watchers? Uh, you know, I've done it before and I think it's great. And so I was kind of just like, okay, let me just do this thing. I'm not going to, it's not going to work and I can just get weight loss surgery. That was my mindset going into it. Mm-hmm. So I went to my local like Weight Watcher studio and I weighed in for the first time. I was three hundred and two pounds, and I was devastated. I was just feeling so horrible, and I knew I wanted to change. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to give this a chance. I'm going to try it, but I had very low expectations. Um, so I went all in. I started. I did the program how it's meant to be done. Um, I started working out and my first week I lost like a good amount of weight and I was actually eating food that I didn't hate that actually tasted good. So I was like, that was my first like inkling in my mind, like, Oh, maybe like, maybe I can do this. Like it felt really good. So I just kept going. And after about a year and a half, I had lost 140 pounds and it ended up working for me. So it's pretty crazy how it all kind of, Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. What
0: do you think was the biggest difference between uh, Weight Watchers and like some of the other things that you were doing?
1: Yeah. So I felt like before I just always, I think in my head, I thought, okay, weight loss, you have to eat, you know, meal prepped chicken and rice every day. And like, you can't have any donuts or cookie, like you can't have anything like that. I always had that all or nothing kind of mentality where, you know, I would eat a donut and be like, well, I just screwed up my whole day. Might as well just go off the deep end kind of thing. And when I joined Weight Watchers, I started making foods that kind of like healthier alternatives to my favorite foods that fit into my daily, you know, points that they allow. And I just didn't feel restricted. I didn't feel as restricted as I did on previous, you know, diets or whatever. Um, And my mindset just slowly started to change once I realized like, oh, I I went to McDonald's and had like a good portion. I got right back to, you know, normal routine. And oh, I didn't gain a bunch of weight. Like, I don't know, just seeing it Mm -hmm. and slowly my mindset started to shift. I think it's just not feeling restricted was the biggest thing for me. Right. So I know that a lot of people
0: reach out to me and they ask like, well, how do you count calories? How do you count macros? But Weight Watchers isn't like a macro thing. It's based on points, right?
1: Yeah. So it's like kind of, it's more similar to macros, but it, I mean, it, a point is made up of calories, saturated fat, sugar, and protein. So Mm -hmm. like, the higher the sugar content, the higher the points and the higher the protein, it bumps it down a little bit. So, um, they kind of encourage like lower fat, higher protein, um, kind of foods. So, yeah. yeah. And like, as a, I wouldn't say like as a newbie, you found it pretty easy to follow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Especially, I feel like when it comes to, you know, macros and calories, you, it it's very like more, I think it's more tedious, I would say, whereas Weight Watchers, it's already combined in a point and mm-hmm. you just have a daily amount of points. And it, it just, is, it made it a lot more simple for me, especially someone who was like just starting out.
0: Yeah. I tried Weight Watchers. I want to say maybe for like a good three months. Um, but I just did like the online one. I just like registered online and then I got the app and then I did it. Yeah. And I never really like went to the studio. I never really talked with anyone um, and I think that's probably why Weight Watchers didn't work for me, um, but also because I'm I'm really into, like, science and knowing the information, like, the reason behind things, totally. mm-hmm. and I think because I didn't, like, buy into it, and I didn't understand it, I really couldn't, I guess, go through with it right. fully, yeah, But um. but that's different, because you said you actually went to the studio, and you met people there, right?
1: Yeah, so I went to, they have, like, weekly meetings where you go and you'll check in and weigh in and then you sit and there's like a coach and they talk about a different topic every week and you kind of just like talk amongst yourselves and it's just sort of like a support group basically and I did that I didn't miss a meeting for probably 2 years like I went every week oh, wow. um, like it was very it was it was very good for the accountability like going in and weighing in mm-hmm. um so I think that helped. And then obviously the support, but yeah, I loved it. You make friends. It's kind of like a little family. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you go to the same meeting every week and see the same people and it's just a nice support system. And then of course, when you're new, the coach will walk you through everything and stuff like that. So I think that helped me a lot.
0: Yeah. I think community and like building relationships is a big part of like any journey that you want to go into because it's kind of it's hard to go at it alone but when you have someone there who's going through the same thing or or experiencing similar things it's easier to hold each other accountable which is again what Weight Watchers offers you and then like even like right now I'm I'm working with a coach one-on-one but just having that accountability and knowing that we're checking in every week and you know Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about nutrition we're going to talk about my workouts we're going to talk like how am I feeling mentally am I drained or how's my energy just like knowing that there's someone else there to support me and cheer me on is super helpful that's why I always tell people too like You need a support system.
1: Yeah. It sounds like
0: that's exactly what you had there.
1: Totally. I think also like social media, like I started an Instagram when I first started just for like my family and friends to post for accountability. And that has still kept me accountable Mm -hmm. to this day. So I think even if you can't get to a meeting, Just finding like a group of people on some sort of social media to relate to and talk to and keep you accountable, I think is very helpful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's also why, like, a lot of people, you know, do like those diet bets and those step bets because, again, you have other people there with you. Yeah. How long did you do Weight Watchers for? Because you're not, you're no longer doing it, right?
1: No. So I, um I lost the weight in about a year and a half and then I was on I was in maintenance so they have kind of like a maintenance program um and so I did that for a little bit so I would say probably a total of like two and a half years I just recently um stopped the program um about six months ago
0: okay one of the things that I I saw is that you got to meet Oprah because of weight. Yes. tell us about uh, meeting definitely. Oprah
1: Oh my gosh. It was so crazy. I still like, can't believe that it happened <laughs> to me. Like it's so, it's like a dream. So they were um, Weight Watchers and Oprah, they were putting on like this sweepstakes thing where you could like, they were sending emails out and stuff like posting on social media, like submit your story and tell us like how you spread the love of Weight Watchers and whatever. And my mom was like, you should do it. And it was like a week left. And I was like, mom, you know, those kind of things you would never win. Like right. sweepstakes." I was like, But she's like, just do it. Be funny. So I was like, okay. So I submitted my story Uh and completely forgot about it. Like completely forgot about it. I think I submitted it in like November. And then I got an email in, I think it was like February or March. And basically saying that I won. And I thought it was, I thought it was a scam. Like I was like, there's no (laughs) way I just won this. Like it was so crazy. But the, the emails from like this official like thing, they're like, we need a background check. We need this. And I was like, I I don't know if this is real, but okay, (laughs) we'll see. So it ended up being real. So um, it was a, you, you and like 10 other people got to it was like an all-inclusive trip out to Maui Hawaii at her property there she owns like half the island basically but um so we got to go and I got you get to bring someone so I decided to bring my mom because it's Oprah like my mom yeah and she's the one who encouraged you to to do it yeah And she lost like 40 pounds on Weight Watchers as well. So I was like, I'm just going to bring my mom. Like my husband wouldn't appreciate it as much as my mom would, you know? So we got flown out there and we stayed at the Four Seasons and um, we got like pampered. They did a luau, um, all these activities. And then we got to go to her house for the day. And we had lunch with her, and we had, um, like, a full day. I got to actually cook her a meal. Um, I They were, like, filming it for Good Morning America, so I got to be on Good Morning America. And then we had, like, a dinner that night, and she basically, like, kicked everyone out besides us and just oh. wanted to have, like, a one-on-one talk with all of us, like, very – it was it was amazing. She talked with us for, like, three hours about everything. It was yeah. – definitely surreal experience
0: that sounds so cool I saw the pictures and I got to see some of the videos and I was like oh my
1: god that is so cool I know it's crazy (laughs)
0: um
1: so I'm gonna switch gears here a little bit so you're a boy mom you have two boys what are their Mm -hmm. ages Mm -hmm. Uh, I have Jax who is one and Weston who he's almost five almost five and I
0: know that your second pregnancy happened after weight loss right yeah so
1: actually on that trip with Oprah I was like eight weeks pregnant yeah did you know oh yeah I okay and I just didn't tell anybody so I was like I don't want them to like not let me go so yeah I went I just didn't get to drink the alcohol and stuff but yeah so Um, I had been uh, on maintenance for a few, maybe like six months at that point. And uh, we were trying that at that point, we're trying. Um, So I got pregnant and it was definitely like a little scary just because, you know, I just lost all of this weight and with pregnancy comes weight gain and Mm -hmm. cravings and all this stuff. And I knew before I even got pregnant, I was like, I am going to do this the right way this time. I am going to try so hard to make this a healthy pregnancy because I know I'll thank myself for it later. And I just want my baby to be healthy as possible. And all of that stuff. Cause with my first son, I was 320 pounds, didn't care about anything I was putting in my body. And, you know, after losing the weight, I was like, I don't want to gain a ton of weight back. I was just very scared. Mm-hmm. And then like seeing your body change, it was definitely a, uh, a different experience than my first.
0: Yeah, no, I can see like that being a scary thing. Yeah. You know, I think about that too, because right now I'm leaning towards not having any more kids, but I know that I could always change my mind. Right. And that's something that I do like you, like if I ever do get pregnant again, I'm going to go into it knowing that it's going to be a healthy pregnancy and I'm going to do everything within my power to stay active, to eat. Right. So um, I applaud you for not just like saying it, but actually following through and committing to that. Thank you.
1: And I tell people all the time, it was probably the, it with my whole weight loss journey, that was probably the hardest thing about all of this. My whole entire weight loss journey was <laughs> pregnancy after weight loss and not just like using it as an excuse. Cause it's so, so, so easy to just be like, eh, you know, yeah. and the cravings and just everything and staying active is so hard, but I tried my best. I was not perfect, but you know, I gained a healthy amount of weight and I, am very thankful that, you know, I stuck with it, even though it was so hard (laughs) (laughs) for, um, so like after you had your baby, how was like your
0: mentality then? Were you still kind of like, yeah, I did it and appreciative of your body or were you kind of like hard on yourself for the experience? No, I I,
1: I was, I was proud of myself. Um, but then, you know, after you know, you go through all the postpartum, postpartum emotions, everything. And definitely my, my body still changed. I mean, mm-hmm. for sure. Like you, especially right after you have a baby, you, you know, your body looks different. So it it was hard mentally, but then I'm, you know, I just had a baby, like I just did something so amazing. So just keeping that in mind and enjoying it. And, you know, whenever I was ready, I could get right back to, you know, losing the baby weight, but I didn't want to put so much pressure on myself, especially being on social media, I felt like there was extra pressure, you know, to like yeah. lose the baby weight. Um, so I just kind of did it on my own time. I was breastfeeding. Eventually, I did get back on Weight Watchers, and they have a breastfeeding program. So you get a bunch of extra points to eat. So I did that. And um, I'm very thankful. The weight did come off pretty easily for me. I think it's because I'm breastfeeding. I was breastfeeding. I know yeah. it's different for everybody, sometimes it that's a good thing. And sometimes it's harder. Um, but I just got back to to it right when I felt like I was ready so yeah did you take a
0: break from Weight Watchers while you were
1: pregnant yeah so they don't have a pregnancy program so um they basically like um since I was pretty prevalent on social media for Weight Watchers they Mm -hmm. like canceled my account like you cannot be pregnant on Weight Watchers or like promote that because it's like a legal thing you know So, um, I didn't track or anything. I just kind of, I think that also was like really good for me for like my maintenance journey because I wasn't tracking. I was just kind of, you know, almost intuitively eating and like eating a little bit more for my baby. And I started adding in like, you know, higher fats and healthy fats and stuff like that. So I think it was helpful for me in the long run.
0: Okay. Um, so another thing that you and I have in common is that we both got tummy tucks. Um, you got yours after your second pregnancy, right?
1: Yes. So I, he was about, oh goodness, I want to say like 10 months old, I think. Oh, he was little. Yeah. And so he's still little, but (laughs) yeah. And I was like a little nervous because obviously you have downtime and I still had a baby. And I was like, should I wait? Am I being selfish? I had like all these feelings, but I had a lot of people around me to help. And I was fine after two weeks. I was fine to, you know, take care of him for the most part. So it wasn't as bad as I thought. But yeah, he was just a little guy. Yeah. And what, cause I know there's different kinds
0: of tummy tucks. There's like, you know, your standard tummy tuck. I got an extended one. So it's kind of like from hip to hip. Yeah. Um, what did you, what kind did you get?
1: So I got, it's called a 360 body lift. So they basically cut all the way around. Um, so they'll do the tummy tuck. And then they also lift um, like your backside and take off all of that and your sides. I had a lot of skin on my hips, mm-hmm. so I don't even think, even with an extended tummy tuck, I think I might have still had a lot of skin hanging, like, a little bit farther back, so he recommended a 360 for me. I'm definitely glad that I did, um, so yeah, that's the one that I got. Yeah.
0: No, and your results look incredible, like, every time Thank I you. see your pictures, I'm like, wow, and I remember seeing, um, you know, that journey, I think I started following you, yeah, right before your tummy tuck, mm-hmm. and then so I kind of got to witness like you going through that, and it's kind of cool to see because like I've already lived it. So when I get to see other people that I admire right.
1: doing it now, I'm like, Yes, I'm like, Oh, he's going so well. And so that's how I am now <laughs> when I see people doing it. I'm like, Oh, yes, yeah, I'm like Soon you're gonna realize. look amazing and feel so yeah. happy because it, it is,
0: it, it's, it's um, like. You know, I always, I don't want to glorify my tummy tuck. I always say that. I don't want to glorify it because, you know, it's not a need, right? It's just, it's a want, And I don't want people to feel discouraged about starting a weight loss journey thinking, well, I'll never be able to afford a tummy tuck. So what's the point?
1: You know, I get that all the time now. Mm -hmm. Like even before, like, um, I don't want to lose weight because I don't want to lose skin. And even before I had my loose skin, I was like, or before I had my tummy tuck, I was like, it's so worth it. Like, it's just skin. I know, like, it's so easy to just say it's just skin when it's, you know, when you have that insecurity, but it really is just skin. And so many women have loose skin and it just, it sucks that it's not normalized in our society, but Um, Yeah, definitely. After I got it removed, then I got, well, I can't do, I can't get the surgery, so I don't want to lose weight. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, it's, I was living my life. I was so healthy with my loose skin. It was just something that I wanted to do for myself.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's just a, it's just a cosmetic thing. It's not necessary. And like the point of weight loss isn't always, it's not just to look good. You know, right. when you are so overweight and you're unhealthy, the point of weight loss is to transition into a healthy lifestyle. It improves, you know, like your chances at not developing diabetes or heart disease or high blood pressure or like all these multitude of, uh, I guess, illnesses that you can get. And I think we need to remind ourselves that, you know, it's not just about aesthetics. It's about- mm-hmm overall health and if you get loose skin you get loose skin I still have loose skin like on my arms yep right, me too. my thighs <laughs> and people ask me like are you gonna get that removed I'm like no like I'm not I'm, I'm. it doesn't bother me like it's yeah it's just at this point I've accepted that it's it's part of me it's like part of my story and and I'm okay with it and if yeah. someone is offended by whatever loose skin I still have then that's their problem not my problem because I'm happy with the way that I look and
1: exactly like, you know, yeah I'm getting those same kind of comments like, Oh, now you're gonna get your thighs done, you're gonna get this. I'm like, No, I'm I'm good. I'm good yeah. right now. It doesn't bother me, you know? Yeah. It's just my body. Yeah. Do you uh plan to have more babies now that you've gotten your tummy tuck?
0: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I I always said I want like three or four kids. And then I had my second and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm so done. So, I mean, I'm only 25. So you never know what, you know, mm-hmm. five, even 10 years from now can bring. But as of right now, it's a hard no. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I, I love my sleep too much. I forgot how hard the newborn stage is. Yeah. and i was just uh, my my first son already had so much independence and da, da da and then i had my second i'm like oh i forgot how hard
0: this is <laughs>
1: so yeah I'm and definitely... 2
0: under 5 that's a lot oh, yeah. um, that's
1: funny.
0: um tell me about like how you fit your healthy lifestyle while being a mom because sometimes that's another question that i hear often is like well i have two, three kids. and I don't have time Mm -hmm. to go to the gym. and I don't have time to cook healthy, but it's possible. Like I I made it happen and you're making it happen. So tell me about that.
1: Yeah. I get that a lot too. And you know, I used to be the queen of excuses, anything that I could make an excuse I would. And even when I first started, when I had just my first son, I was like, how am I going to do this? And I made a plan literally just make a plan for the week i i did week by week basis i would make a plan of what i'm going to eat get the groceries for that and i would take my son in his stroller and walk to our little local gym that was like in our little we lived on base so it was like a base housing office mm-hmm. and there's a gym in there and i'd put him in the playpen and i would get my workout in walk home and you know if i couldn't then i would you know skip a day and that's fine or i would wait for my husband to come home Or, you know, something I always found a way to make it work, even if it sucked and I was super tired especially now having two kids, um, I have to go like sometime during the day because I know I won't go at night because I'm just so tired from the day. So just kind of realizing that finding what, what works best for you and when you can fit it in even at home workouts. When I first had my second son, I did all at home workouts and obviously the pandemic happened too. So I didn't really have a choice, but yeah, I mean, there's always a way to make it work. Um, You just have to plan for it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know if they have Camp Gladiator over where you live, but that's like, <laughs> it's a very big thing down here. And I don't know if it's just like a Texas thing. I'll have to look into it, but it's Camp Gladiator. And basically what it is is they have a coach and he just like sets up shop in a random parking lot. So sometimes they'll use oh. like the school parking lots, like when school's out or like, and they kind of like put them wherever- like for example, my son played football, right? When he was he played little league football, and there was a camp gladiator that set up in the parking lot next to the field. So while the kids were doing their football practice, the moms could go and do like the little boot camp in the parking lot. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cute! Yeah, and it was super convenient. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so I think you know if you if you really want it, you're gonna find a way yeah. to do it, and yeah. Um, I didn't do camp later. I just would always see them. I would do, um, I did a boot camp class, but sometimes again, if I couldn't find anyone to babysit my son, I'd be like, grab the iPad, let's go. And I'd sat yep. on the couch <laughs> in the corner and like, sit here, play on your iPad while mommy does whatever she needs to do. Yep. Um, And same thing when I was in CrossFit. Sometimes I would just take him to CrossFit with me and be like, sit on the couch, watch yeah. a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while I go do what I need to do because, um, Like I said, if you you really want it, you're going to find a way to do it.
1: Yes. And as a mom too, it's so important to take time for yourself and not just, you know, at night taking a bath. That's great. But just during the day, basic needs, like moving your body, eating right. Like that all is form of self-care that you need to do for yourself to, you know, Be better for yourself and for your kids. And if you really want to make time, you will make time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I always say that, you know, especially as moms, because we have so many different roles, like mom, caretaker, some of those are live, some of those are not working moms, stay at home moms. It doesn't matter. We all wear so many hats. And in order for us to be able to pour into all of these other things, we need to fill ourselves up. And so, you know. Find a workout routine that works for you, home, boot camp, whatever it is. Sit down and eat a meal, not just like nibble <laughs> here and there. Oh
1: my um, gosh, yes.
0: So that's another, another easy way to gain weight is like, if you're not conscious of what you're eating, you just, you know, having a snack here, a snack there, a nibble here, eating my kids' leftovers over here. Yeah. And then it just adds up so quick and it's you a- don't even realize it. So just mm-hmm. being conscious of those kinds of things. Totally. Um so what's what's next for you? Like do you have any fun projects coming up or anything oh, you're gosh. looking forward to?
1: I do, but they're top secret so. Oh, darn. So we're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, I it's going to be probably the Craziest best year, um, business-wise for me. And I'm I'm just so blessed and so thankful, so excited. Yeah. Um, but honestly, other than that side of things, I just really wanna, you know, take in the time with my boys and do fun stuff. Um, with the pandemic last year and going into this year, it's been like, uh, especially for my youngest, because he's a pandemic baby, he hasn't done anything <laughs> or been anywhere. So Hopefully when things, you know, get back to normal, we can, you know, have some fun times this summer and stuff like that. But fitness wise, I'm just continuing to, you know, maintain my weight loss. And I think for a long time I was, you know, working out and eating healthy to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And that was just like my main focus. And now I'm kind of transitioning into like, I just want to be happy in the sustainable lifestyle and, you know, enjoy you know, going out with friends and going out to eat and not worrying about losing weight and just working out for myself and mm-hmm. to feel good and, you know, ditching the scale. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just kind of transitioning away from diet life, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I get that. And I, uh, I say that too, like you can't, you know, be on a diet your whole life there. It's got to, you've right. got to eventually reach a point where you're just, living life and if you take all those tools and the experience that you've learned like how to eat right how to feel your body how to move your body then it becomes easier you know you just It it, it just becomes part of your routine and then you don't you're not so I guess like um like obsessive over over it so yeah I agree what would be your biggest advice for someone who wants to start a weight loss journey?
1: Oh my goodness. I, I would say my biggest advice is to not restrict food and to make healthier alternative alternatives to foods that you love so that you're not feeling so miserable. I think a lot of people struggle with weight loss because they think it has to be a certain way and you can only eat certain food and you can't eat these foods and just finding that balance over time and learning about moderation and not beating yourself up if you're not perfect and just you know ditching that all or nothing mentality mm-hmm. was completely life-changing for me so I would say just find food you love make it fun and even if you think you messed up you didn't you just have to keep going.
0: Right. I agree with you 100%. I did the restrictive thing. My fir- my whole <laughs> first year, I did the restrictive thing. And then after that first year, I was like, yeah, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And I had yeah, to- Yeah, it
1: does not work longer. No, term.
0: no. And I had to find a way to, I guess, balance things and so not restrict myself, but still be somewhat at a deficit so I could right. still continue to make progress. And that's, you know, trial and error, but I, I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So- why don't you plug all your stuff, tell everybody where they can find you, um, how we can support you?
1: Um, so I am most active on my Instagram, which is just Felicia fitness health, and um, I'm, of course a buff bunny athlete, a Lonnie nutrition athlete, and yeah, I share you know my maintenance journey on my Instagram and mom life as well. so. Yeah, definitely check out her Instagram. Um, she
0: posts like her workouts, not, not the workouts themselves, but just like, you know, some motivational stuff. And then my favorite part of uh, your Instagram is your food. I, I think it was, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but you posted, it was almost like a seven layer dip looking thing. Yes, oh yes. My God. I was, my mouth was watering. I was like,
1: I am going to make that. So when I make it, I will tag you so you can see my version of it. (laughs) Yeah, I actually have been posting on my Instagram from the very beginning of my weight loss journey. So if you have time and you need some motivation, you can scroll all the way back and see everything that I was doing and kind of how I made my progress over time. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you in the next episode.